From technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution, a culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and delivering the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Today I'm being joined by Dr. Keith Campbell, the founder of The Solar Project, a U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs initiated effort to tackle issues of healthcare data interoperability on a national level. Dr. Campbell, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Well, the lack of true interoperability has been such a long-standing issue in the healthcare industry. What is SOLAR and how is it addressing these challenges? Well, the SOLAR project has been working to enable highly reliable semantic interoperability between health information systems. This type of interoperability requires that detailed encoded clinical information is exchangeable between systems and also requires that all healthcare systems can quickly and safely adapt to new data requirements driven by evolution of pathogens, uh, as we've experienced from COVID-19, as well as by advances in health science. When we achieve highly reliable semantic interoperability, health information will be faithfully exchanged from one system to another with no loss of information or clinical context. So what does this mean for individuals cared for by the VA? If you are a veteran receiving care from your local VA medical center and also from a community care provider external to the VA, highly reliable semantic interoperability enables both your VA medical center and community care provider to access your accurate and comprehensive health data with the clinician's intended meanings preserved. In the case of COVID management, this would mean that your COVID test results and immunization status and risk factors are uh, faithfully shared. This interoperability would enable improved patient care and safety. Today, clinical data transfer is complicated and high risk. Frequently, many facilities still resort to printing paper records and faxing them back and forth, which is inefficient, time-consuming, and prone to human error. So electronic health record systems have been working to make sharing health information easier. But to get data from point A to point B and to be considered interoperable, each facility's system must meet certain meaningful use standards, such as SNOMED, CT, RX, NORM, and LOINC. The challenge with this interoperability is is that each of these three systems are separate and distinct, even though they share overlapping representation of healthcare information. And so part of what the SOLAR project is trying to do is to standardize the representation of these standards so that they can integrate better and to share information with higher fidelity between different systems. So while other solutions focus on the transfer of data, regardless of accuracy, you know, such as just sending a fax from point A to point B and introducing some distortion of how you're able to read that content, Solar is working to address the foundation of interoperability by enhancing the quality of the data. By harmonizing these data standards, Solar allows for accurate and complete data to be stored and shared across systems, creating foundational interoperability that is more than just a Band-Aid solution. This leads to higher quality care and better outcome for patients. Okay, so now looking more at COVID-19, it's a main focus, obviously, of today's healthcare industry. How can solar health agencies like the VA tackle the patient safety challenges? The COVID-19 pandemic has tested healthcare organizations worldwide. And to respond to the pandemic, 
you know, we've been pushed to provide rapid and efficient treatment of patients while learning at the same time. Within the VA, we have an obligation to care for our veterans, but also to collaborate with organizations outside of the VA that are working together uh, to meet the needs of of the nation. This is one of the things described as the the VA's fourth mission. Uh, The VA frequently um, provides medical assistance in terms of uh, hurricane relief and uh, other kinds of natural disasters and a public health uh, crisis such as COVID is no exception. And so we've been having to work to coordinate care and information between veterans that may receive testing or treatment in the private sector, as well as uh, to make resources available uh, within the VA. The VA has had a very dedicated effort at providing vaccines. A challenge, though, for all of the healthcare providers is to make sure that we have good syndromic surveillance so that when we learn new features about the data, we're able to identify those new features and to be able to appropriately communicate those to healthcare researchers and policy developers to make sure that the needs are met in a, in a rapid way. Of course, an example of that are as COVID was early before we had any vaccines, there was this evolving set of symptoms. And one of them, for example, was loss of taste and smell that, you know, a few months into it, people were recognizing that that was sort of a key finding that might indicate you were, it was likely that you had been at least exposed, if not uh, been infected um, with the, with the coronavirus. So being able to, to quickly respond to things like that and to say, well, is loss of taste a concept that is represented in our meaningful use standards? And are we able to exchange that symptom between our different healthcare organizations in an efficient way? And are we able to report that information to a public health agency such as the CDC to be able to say that we're, we're identifying these new syndromes that are occurring in patients that are also testing positive for COVID? That has been a big challenge because the way the health IT systems have worked in the past is that the things you bill for are a fairly static set of information. And as we evolve these health IT systems to really support us in more than just billing, but to really support us in managing, you know, learning new information about how we care for patients and evolving the standard of care across the country, we have to be more agile. And so one of the things that solar has really focused on has been how do we manage change in a safe way so that if we need to extend these national standards that are used for interoperability, in a rapid way uh, that we can do so at the scale needed to be able to respond effectively to something like the public health crisis we're experiencing with COVID-19. Wow, so this is really great and very important. Why are you so passionate about this issue? And what do you hope the healthcare industry will look like in come 10 years with all the data sharing? Sure. Well, I've been working on this for really my whole career. Uh, I started, you know, 25 years ago working at a county medical center where we really had no decision support and uh, certain things were repetitive nature where, you know, in order to get laboratory test results, we would call the lab by phone and then we would manually transcribe those into charts. Uh, and, you know, there were opportunities to introduce errors and similar things there. And I said, you know, there has to be a better way. And at the time, I had read about a number of programs that had advertised they could do antibiotic selection as well or better as an infectious disease specialist. 
And I sort of went on a investigative tour to say, well, why haven't these type of programs had any impact on the care that I'm providing uh, in this particular setting? And so I went to the National Institute of Health and did their computers and clinical medicine elective. And after I graduated, I went on and did a transitional internship and internal medicine residency and did a joined the informatics program at Stanford University, where I spent about five years before finally graduating. And one of the things I found there was that the challenge was fundamentally one of data representation and interoperability, that we could have these great programs, but if the clinicians had to re-enter the data every Every time you wanted to use some new capability, that it was just prohibitive. And where I trained at Stanford, we had a number of high-profile research programs. One's called QMRBT, one was called Mycin, one was called Oncosin, another was called T-Helper. You couldn't even exchange data between these four high-profile research systems within the same laboratory within the same university. And so that then led me to the need to, to collaboratively develop interoperability standards to meet those needs. And sort of a goal at the time was to say, when I asked many of these, these participants about why they were doing it, and they said, well, it's easier, they didn't use these words, but they said it's easier to reinvent the wheel than it is to work collaboratively to get our needs met. Needs met. And so they would work and develop custom terminology specific to their uh, infectious disease program or to, to their oncology management program rather than the burdensome process of trying to work with one of the meaningful use standards that we have today and to try to get it to evolve to meet our needs. So a big focus of the solar project has been how do we do it in such a way that it can evolve to meet the needs and reduce the barrier so that it's no longer harder to work with these standards than it is to reinvent the wheel. We want to make it easier to evolve the standard than it is to reinvent the wheel. So that's how I started out in this this process a long time ago. And I keep thinking, you know, five years from now, it will be solved. Uh, and it's been a while, but we keep getting closer and closer. And I'm, I'm optimistic that uh, uh, we're getting where we need to go. I think you'll get there. Well, very good. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Thank you for the opportunity to um, tell people about solar. And one of the things is we really encourage people that are interested or might want to get involved to get involved. Uh, we do have a, a website people can go to to learn more. Uh, if you go to solar.io, that's S-O-L-O-R dot I-O, uh, there's some material there where you can learn more about solar. And we've also been working extensively with HL7, and we have a number of ballot efforts underway there. Uh, the solar.io website will point you to some of those efforts in HL7, but you can also search for them independently. Great. Dr. Campbell, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome.